build a team with people that were complaining. Listen to me. But he didn't focus on the complaint. He focused on the promise. Come on, somebody. He said, I, I understand people. We go through things. We go through stuff. But God, I know you promised us a promise. And just because we go through stuff doesn't mean we're not a team and we're not growing to become something great. Can somebody say amen? Come on, give the Lord a great clap offering. You may be seated this morning in the presence of God. Oh, there is a powerful presence in this place. Come on, somebody. There's a powerful presence in this place. And it begins, it begins with us, church. When we allow ourselves to be open before God, we can draw his presence, amen. We can draw from him, amen. We can begin to grab a hold of the altar of God. The Bible says the, the, the altars have horns. And grab the horns of God and just begin to just seek the face of God. Come on, somebody. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Ooh, if you have your Bible, turn me to Exodus chapter 16. Exodus chapter 16. As we continue with our sermon and our series that we've been talking about, we've been talking about a time to shift. And we talk about a lot of different shifts, amen. And, and last week we talked about trust the shift. Trust it when it comes. And, and the enemy will always try to make you compromise, but we've got to trust the shift in our lives, amen. And I want to talk about this morning, if I can, on building a team that shifts. Building a team that shifts. And in Exodus chapter 16, Exodus chapter 16, verse 1, it says these words. And they journeyed from Elm, and all the congregation of the children of Israel came to the wilderness of Sin, my God, which is between Elm and Sin. And on the fifth day of the second month, after they departed from the land of Egypt, when the whole congregation, listen closely, when the whole congregation of the children of Israel complained against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. Mm -mm. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, them. we thank you, Father. We thank you, Father God, this morning, God, that you will continue moving this morning in this place, Father. I pray you would touch us, oh God, and strengthen us and build us, Father. And in the name of Jesus. And everybody says, amen, amen. Everything okay up there? You sure? Can we record this? Okay. Amen. The devil's mad because I'm telling you right now, I, I woke up this morning and I woke up with 101 fever. And I woke up, I couldn't see, but I said, I'm going to still come to class because I teach class at 9 o'clock in the morning, our leadership class. I said, because why? Because I'm talking about the attitude of a leader. We've been teaching every morning for the last month, every morning at 9 o'clock. The leaders are here in the morning and we're, God, has, God has given us our marching orders and then we go out and continue on functioning in our ministry to culture to enhance so we can shift. Come on, somebody. So we can shift. Amen. So we can shift. And when I put this together, I, I, all of a sudden I was feeling fine. All of a sudden this morning I woke up like, my God, I'm still going. Come on, somebody. I said, I'm going to push myself. Come on, somebody. Because God got something to say. God wants to speak to us. And somebody say Amen. God wants to speak to us, amen. And, and it just as much as this, as, as Moses had to begin to build an army, church, he was going to build a team. Someone say team. He was going to build a team that was going to begin to make a difference. And God was shifting them out of Egypt. And they had been out of Egypt already for about two months. And, and all of a sudden, they begin to go through changes. How many know when you get saved, when, when you get delivered, when you give your life to Jesus, things happen? Pharaoh represents a type of Satan. And when you and I come out of Egypt, when you and I are set free and delivered, when we begin to get in our right mind, when God begins to pull us out of all that madness, time begins to move and time begins to move. And, and all of a sudden, we, we begin to question some things. You know what I'm talking about? 
We begin to question, well, did I do what was right? And man, I should have never went to church. As a family. Oh, come on, somebody. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, I'm preaching. I'm preaching it. Amen. And, and all of a sudden, church, God began to do something. God began to draw the people out. Someone say, draw the people out. We're going to draw the people out. We're going to move the people out of the place they were. And they go through things. Just like you and I, we go through things. We go through changes. But that can't stop us. Come on, somebody. That, that cannot. That cannot. We refuse. We refuse to allow that to stop us. Listen to what I'm saying here. Is Israel continue to complain. We talked about that before, that they were complaining, you brought us out here to die. They thought that God had shifted them out of Egypt, listen closely, into the wilderness to die. And sometimes, amen, we can go through all these emotions and all these weird feelings and, and think that God, uh, God brought us, God, why did you do this to me? God said, I didn't do nothing. Come on, somebody. God said, I, I didn't cause that pain. I didn't cause that agony to happen. Sometimes the choices that we make mess us up. How many of you made a wrong choice and paid for it? Oh, oh, we're in the right place. Thank God when people are holy. When people are honest, amen. And all of a sudden, the Bible talks about here that, that Israel began to complain against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. And not only that, it continues to go. Look at verse 4. It says, and then the Lord said to Moses, behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you. And the people shall go out and gather a certain quota every day that I may test them whether they would walk in my law or not. And it goes on and it begins to talk. Look, look at verse 7. And the morning you shall see the glory of the Lord, for he hears your complaints, my God, against the Lord. But listen closely. But what are we that you complain against us? And Moses says, this shall be seen when the Lord gives you meat to eat in the evening and in the morning bread to full. For the Lord hears your complaints which you make against him that are we, excuse me, listen closely, that are we. Your complaints are not against us, but against the Lord. Wow. My God. Move on to verse 12. And I have heard the complaints of the children of Israel. Speak to them, saying, A twilight you shall eat meat, and in the morning you shall be filled with bread, and you shall know that I am the Lord your God. So it was that the quails came up at evening and covered the camp, and in the morning the dew lay all around the camp. And when the, the, the lawyer of Dwell lift, there on the surface of the wilderness was a small round substance as fine as frost, and on the ground. So when the children of Israel saw it, they said to one another, what is it? For they not know what it was. And Moses said to them, this is the bread which the Lord has given you to eat. All of a sudden, church, God began to take care of them. God began to meet their needs. And, and they, the thing called, what, what is it? It's called manna. That's what it was called, what is it? It was a round thing, and it, it was white, and, and it was on the ground, and, and they would go, and they would pick it up. They would pick it up, church, and they would, they would, they would meet the need in their life because how many know God meets needs? Amen. Come on, let's stand up and lift up our hands really quick. Come on. Just lift up your hands right now. Just stand with me. Just begin to worship right now. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus, 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 hallelujah, Lord. Bless your name, Jesus. Bless your name, Jesus. Father, we worship you, Lord. Devil, you're a liar. We rebuke every lie, every demonic power, every strategy in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, give the Lord a great clap offering, amen. 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 You may be seated, amen. If it was easy, anybody can do it, hallelujah. Church, I, I want you to, to grasp this if you can, amen. Amen, is, is that people continue to go and complain. Now, when God was shifting them out of Egypt, listen closely, God was getting ready to build a team. God said, I'm going to build a team. I'm going to build men and women that are going to fight. And believe the word of God. Come on somebody. And believe the promise. And believe the shift. Now listen closely. He didn't bring them all the way. When they got out of Egypt. They didn't pass by the place of war. That we talked about last week. Because if they would have seen that. They probably. If they're complaining now with no war. Imagine how they would have. When they would have seen the war. You know how we are sometimes. Amen. Imagine how the people would have been. And they would have been tripping. And beginning to trip. But what happened. As he said, we're going to go a little bit longer because sometimes it takes time to get some stuff out of us. Yeah. Come on, how many know sometimes we get saved? Come on, we get saved, we love Jesus, but there's some stuff that needs to come out. There's some stuff that God needs to bring out of us. And sometimes it takes time. So I'm saying it takes time. Now, it shouldn't take forever, but it should take time. It shouldn't take forever to become the man of God we're called to be. It shouldn't come, be, uh, take forever to become the woman of God God calls to be. You only need to understand that God is bringing us through a, uh, through a wilderness or through an area of our lives to build us, to shape us, to mold us, to cause us to become part of a team. So it's a team. A team, a team that believes, a, a team that, that works together, a team that makes a difference. He was getting this team together to make a difference, church. A team that would begin to cause an explosion to take place. All of a sudden, church, I, I love because God focused not on the complaints, but rather on their potential. Come on, somebody. Amen. God, God, God said, I'm, I'm not going to focus on these people that are complaining, that are crying out and, and, and accusing me of all this stuff that, that are coming against me. He says, I'm not going to focus on their complaint. I'm going to focus on their potential. Someone say, I got potential. Imagine if God would have focused on our complaints. He would have just said, okay, get out of here, move. Next. I'm, I'm glad God didn't tell me next. Come on, somebody. I'm glad, amen, regardless of how I felt, regardless of the emotions I went through, the, the decisions that, that I made that weren't right or things that I, I made wrong. God says, don't worry, I see the potential. Come on, somebody. I, I see a leader. Come on. I, I see a man of God. I see a woman of God. I see someone that can make a difference. I see a pastor. Come on. I see an evangelist. I see a home director. I see a teacher. Amen. And that's the thing that God sees past our pain, past our complaints. Because I've never been around somebody who complains a lot. Man, they complain about everything. It's too hot. It's too cold. It's too wet. It's too dry. And, and, and God's saying, I, I'm seeing past that. I'm seeing past their complaints against me. I'm seeing past the bashing that we do on God. If we can be honest with us, how many ever bashed God before? 
I know, I know, I remember one day that, that I, I met the Lord when I was young. I met the Lord when I was 16 years old. Someone told me about Jesus, and I went, I went to church, and, and that preacher that preached that sermon changed my life. I remember, it, it, it hit me. I'm like, man, this guy's talking about me. Who told him? Who told him about my problems? Who, man, somebody ratted me out here. And he preached the message, and, and all of a sudden, I, I get touched. My life changes. And, I, and so I, I end up going to the, to, to, I get home, and I begin to throw all my paraphernalia away. Hello, somebody. So I get throw all the drugs away, throw everything away. And, 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 and all of a sudden, I, I started going to church. And it, 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 I went for maybe a, a two, two or three weeks, but I went. I, I felt God had did something. And God sees past all that, and, and I started going to church. And, and all of a sudden, I started tripping because I was like, you know what? I don't, got, I, don't have, I don't got money no more because I'm not selling drugs no more. never had a job in my life. So I started questioning God. I started complaining. I started tripping. And so I said, you know, I'm not going to stop going to church. And then all of a sudden I stopped going to church and started going to work. I've only been to three weeks and I got worse. Yeah. Bible says you get seven times worse. I picked up some demons that I thought I will never have. All of a sudden I started staying away. All of a, I never forgot one day I'm walking down the street and I'm cussing out God. I'm over here telling God, well, you did this, and you did this, and you did that, and because now I had awareness of God. So then I began to blame him for everything. We blame him for people dying. Started to blame him for the, what, what happened to me, and things that took place at home, and began to blame him for everything. Started complaining. And it, it, it wasn't talking to him like a prayer. It was complaining. There's a difference between complaining and prayer. And all of a sudden, I'm doing all this, and all these things, and all these things, and Time goes by, a couple years go by, now, now I'm 18 years old, I'm looking at 60 for life, I'm sitting in the cell, and I remember this Jesus they talked about. The one that I talked back to, the one that cursed out, the one that I said, this is a joke, they're, they're just talking in a weird language, they're making it up, it's all fake. I begin to, all this stuff, all of a sudden I'm sitting there in the cell, um, can you help me? If you're real, can you get me out of this? Come on, somebody. If you're a real God and, and um, um, can you do something in my behalf? Hello, somebody. And all of a sudden, everything worked, and I, and I got on. I got court committed to a program. Come on, so my life shifted. My life shifted. There was, there was an important time in my life where I shifted, but I'll never forget that time where I was just talking bad. Talking bad. If we can think for a minute when the times that we talk bad of God, Really stop to think, you know what? Blaming him for stuff. God looks past that. Come on, somebody. That's the God that we serve. He looks past our complaining. He looks past the pointing fingers. Wow. And he sees the potential. I never thought that I'll be preaching. I never thought that I'll be pastoring. I never thought that I'll be married and have kids. Come on, somebody. I, I never thought that. But God looked past all my mess. My pastor looked past all my mess. My pastor said, Edgy, there's potential in you. And I'm like, where? <laughs> I don't see it. I couldn't even believe in myself. But he's seen something. Come on, somebody. Thank God for the men of God that sees past our mess. Here is Moses. Moses seen past the mess. Past all, past all the complaining. He said, I see the potential. And all of a sudden, we see in, in Exodus chapter 17, verse 8, and we're going to get going from here. Verse 8, just want to take my time and sit here for a minute. Now, Amalek came and fought with Israel and Repin. And Moses said 
to Joshua. Choose us some men and go out and fight with Emily. Tomorrow I will stand on top of a hill with the rod of God in my hand. So Joshua did and Moses said to him, listen closely. So Joshua did as Moses said to him. Joshua went to the camp that was complaining, the camp that was tripping. Come on, somebody. And he says, come on, guys. Uh, there's some men here uh, that God has called you to fight. Uh, there's an army here. Uh, there's a team here that's going to make a difference, uh, that's going to shake this nation, uh, that's going to begin to make a difference. Uh, he began to go, amen, amongst his people. People are trying to recruit people from another church. Forget that. There is a team here. Come on. There is power here. There is greatness here. Tell your neighbor, you're great. Tell your neighbor, you're great. See, God looks past that. Joshua looked past that. Joshua looked past all the stuff that he heard. He said, no, 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 no. There's a man here that's going to make a difference. There's some men and women here that are ready to fight, that are ready to build, amen, a, a team that will shift, a team that will make a difference. I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of power here. Amen. You're somebody special. Come on, somebody. You got, you got what it takes, amen, to take this city for Jesus. You got what it takes, amen, to touch families and loved ones. Amen. See, I'm telling you that, that, that God's in the potential in Joshua, listen closely, to lead the team to fight. To lead a team to fight. And then God took Aaron and her to help him. Now, now, I want you to see something really quick if you can. You're going to have to understand that God gets people to lead people. Come on, somebody. God will use people to lead people. Come on, somebody. God will use a, a, a man to show vision, to show purpose, to help with the cause. And to show destiny. Come on, somebody. All of a sudden, Joshua began to talk to the people and began to show the people that were complaining. Listen to me. There's a vision. Come on. There's a purpose. There's a cause. There's a cause in this house. And the people begin to rise. Woo, man. They begin to make a difference. Herod, and you need to understand this. Joshua. Man, Joshua was a powerful man. Young man, Joshua used to be at the mountain, in the bottom, in the mountain, when Moses would go up in the mountain and speak to God. God would begin to speak to Moses and Aaron, excuse me, Joshua would be right there waiting while all the other people tripped. It says that Joshua held the thunder bucket for Moses. What that means is that he, he carried the porta potty for him. So Joshua is saying, Moses, my leader, I see, I see all his weaknesses. I see the junk, but I'm not holding on to that junk. Come on, somebody. I'm not, I'm not going to look just focus on that junk because he didn't do that to me. He looked past my junk. Oh, come on. He looked past my complaining. He looked past my indifferences. And Joshua was right there. And all of a sudden, Joshua used to hold all the stuff for, for, for Moses. And all of a sudden, one day, everything shifts. He says, Moses, he goes, excuse me, he goes, Joshua, you're going to lead my people. 
Wow. Come on, somebody. There goes a lot to show when you begin to be faithful and loyal to the things of God. When you allow yourself to stand firm and say, God, okay, God, use my life. I want to be a man or woman that makes a difference. Come on, somebody. We need some Joshua's to rise. Some Joshua's to rise. That God can use you to lead some people. To help you to make a difference in this world today. Then all of a sudden the Bible says that he goes on and Joshua did as Moses said to. And Joshua just goes and fought with the Amalekites. And Moses and Aaron and her went up to the top of the hill. What does that mean? That, that means that God took Aaron and her with him. To help him. Every pastor needs an Aaron and her. Come on, somebody. Every pastor, every church needs an Aaron and her. Every church needs a Joshua to build a team that will begin to shake this nation. Come on, somebody. A team that will begin to shake, amen, all the lies of the enemy and all the strategies of Satan. Joshua's that will begin to look past all the indifferences. God said, I brought Aaron and her to me. Listen closely. They were going to help me. And it goes on church and it says these words. I love what it says here. And so it was when Moses held up his hands that Israel prevailed. And when he let his hands down, that Amakai prevailed. Listen closely. All of a sudden, here he is. And, and all of a sudden, Moses got his hands up. And Moses is saying, God, uh, we give you all the glory and all the honor. And he's got his hands lifted up. And all of a sudden, the Joshua's. The Joshua's in the church are fighting. The Joshua's in the church are taking back the land. The Joshua's in the church are reaching out, making a difference. The Joshua in the churches are doing great things. They understand the shift. A shift that means to be pushed into another direction. To take focus off one thing and put it on another. That you understand now that God shifted you. Come on, somebody. That God shifted you off the complaints onto a team. Off your hurt into the blessing. Off all the confusion into a vision and a purpose and a hope. Come on, somebody. And so all of a sudden, there you are. There you are. The man of God has his hands lifted up. And he has Aaron and her with him. His hands are being lifted up. And Joshua's there fighting. Someone say fighting. Joshua's there fighting. Amen. Fighting for the teens, fighting for the families, fighting for the children, fighting for the church. Come on, somebody. He was there pushing, pushing, pushing because a man of God believed in him and he believed in the people. I'm telling you, I, I believe in the men and women that are here. Come on, somebody. There is some greatness that's in this place. I love God because God looks past all our indifferences. See, if we focus on all that, we'll never become everything God wants us to be. We'll never become the Joshua's and Aaron and hers. Church, all of a sudden the Bible says that here his hands were up. His hands were up and they were winning. Church, they were prevailing. They were winning. But as soon as he got tired and his, and his hands began to go down, the other team began to win. All of a sudden, they began to lose people. Things began to happen. The battle began fierce and strong. Church all of a sudden said, but Moses' hands became heavy. Someone say heavy. heavy. That means they've been weary while being holding up. So that they took a stone and put it under him. And he said to it, and Aaron and her supported his hands. All of a sudden, I want you to bring that, bring the chair up here. Bring a chair, bring a chair up. Mauricio. 
come on, amen. Come on, come on, um, come on, brother, come up here. All of a sudden, I want you to see this picture, beautiful picture going on. All of a sudden, church, here he is, the hands are going up. And one on one side, and one on the other side. Come on, somebody, holding up their hands. Come on, holding up their hands. Now, now listen closely, listen closely. The Bible never talked about that they complained. I want the right hand, you have the left hand. If you're going to hold my hands, hold my hands or get out of the way. There you go, hold my hands. Moses didn't need nobody, he didn't need people to hold his hands. Someone said, hold the hands. Hold the hands. They were supporting the hands. Come on, somebody. They were supporting the hands. They were supporting the hands. Because it gets tired. It gets hard. Sometimes the pastor says, my God, people are too much. But you got to support the hands when you have an errand and a hurt backing you up. When you have an errand and hurt speaking in your life. When you have an errand and hurt backing you up, believing God and saying, pastor, it's going to be okay. We got a vision. We got a purpose. We got a cause. And we got your back. We believe in the vision. We believe in the shift. We, we got it. We got it. And then you got the Joshua's that are fighting, that are trusting, that are working everything out. Because why? Because it takes a team to take a city to take a nation it takes a team to make a difference the bible says they put a stone under him that stone represents jesus come on you can't do nothing without jesus and jesus is in the middle of this jesus is in the middle of this see Aaron and her said i i i love my joshua's i love my people so I know if I hold his hands up, I know if I hold his hands up, they're going to be okay. Come on, somebody. They're going to be okay. They're going to be okay. They're going to be okay. See, it's going to take energy for the Aaron and hers in the church to look past a lot of things. To say, you know what? I believe in the vision. I believe in the purpose. Come on, somebody. We didn't get this far for nothing. Remember, we just started with just five of us. There was just five of us, come on, uh, using the church that we got thrown out of. Uh, amen. All of a sudden, because we grew, uh, all of a sudden, amen, we, we shifted into a new building that they gave us. Come on. They gave us a building debt-free, a $1.5 million building. That building burned down. Uh, and all of a sudden, we're in the Marriott. Then God opens up this building later on. Uh, well, I'm telling you, uh, they're shifting, 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 taking place. Uh, we got to be willing to shift with it. It's a time to shift. You see, as much, uh, I have to hold up as much as they got to do their end. Because sometimes everybody wants the pastor to do everything. See, I tell you, I don't always want to preach. That's why we got all the sons and daughters that are here. Come on, somebody. As they held their hands. It becomes easy just to get a hold of God. Thank you. I don't have to worry about holding up the hands. Come on. He's seeking God. He's seeking the face of God. Come on. Let's give the Lord a great clap offering. Amen. <laughs> Woo. Church, we need to understand that they begin to defeat the Amalekites. Amalek, excuse me, and his people with the edge of the sword. Look at verse 14. When the Lord said to Moses, write this for a memorial in the book and recount it on the bearing of Joshua, on the hearing of Joshua, that I will utterly blot out that remembrance. <laughs> Come on, somebody. The Amalek from under heaven. 
And Moses built an altar and called its name, The Lord is My Banner. Come on, somebody. The Lord is my banner. He didn't say a bandana. He said a banner. He's saying that banner, that banner is a remembrance that when the people came together, when an army, come on somebody, when a bunch of complainers became a team, oh come on somebody, people that didn't understand it became a team. That's powerful church. That's powerful when you and I can shift in becoming the team that makes a difference. Amen. Come on, somebody, becoming the team that makes a difference. God wants to use us. God wants to use each one of us to make a difference. Yes. As much as Joshua had to look and find men and women among to make a difference, it's the same thing that's going on today. As you begin to, God begins to use some of you. Some of you are becoming our Royal Rangers and Missionettes. Come on, somebody. And make it a big difference. A big difference. These kids on Thursdays are just coming. They're excited. They're all, they're, they're all jazzed up. Come on, somebody. Because why? Because Josh was raised up to fight. Amen. We had youth. Amen. That's last Friday. Come on, youth was powerful. The young man got saved. He they said, you know what, this young man, he, he, he might not understand what's going on because don't, get, don't, don't feel bad about him. Don't worry about him. They told me, I'm not worried about it. God touched him, came to the altar and gave his life to Jesus. Come on, that was Friday. <laughs> young teenagers. The young teenagers that were there, they were all, you know, something because the teenagers think they're too cool, they're all cool. After we started playing games, everybody started laughing and coming together. We were out here just having a great time. Come on, somebody. Had some food. Had a good time. But because why? Because Josh was raised up and says, I want to help there. I want to help there. The same way why we have the ushers that are here today, because these Joshua ushers are rising up. Come on, somebody. These Joshua teachers are rising up. The worship team, this team is rising up. There's an uprising taking place. There's a shifting taking place in your life. Don't stay stuck in the complaining part of our lives. Let's don't stay stuck on trying to figure everything out. Getting confused or, or getting stuck in our hurt and well I, I just don't know pastor and no you know this that God loves you come on and he cares about you and he wants to use your life. Shift out. Take focus off of what you're going through and put it on the promise. Come on take the focus off of what you're going through and put it on the promise. Let God use you. Let God use you to the fullest. Come on. Let God use you to make a difference. Let God use you. Amen. In your church. Let God use you to your church. Let God use you in the church. Man, I'm telling you, there's some powerful people here. Some powerful people here. It's a powerful army here. Amen. It's a powerful team here. And we got to look past everything that we're going through and let God use you to touch someone else. Come on, somebody. God, let use you to touch someone else. I want us to stand this morning, church. I want us to stand. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. A lot of great things happen here. They won, and all of a sudden they continue moving, and, and God's people begin to move, and 
coming and do great things for them. All of a sudden, God gives them the Ten Commandments and all these things begin to happen. Continue and shifting them. Shifting them all the way, church. All the way to the place where the man of God gets frustrated. The man of God gets frustrated with the people. He had forgotten that how much God dealt with him. That he let frustration get to him. We can allow frustration to get to us and we can miss it. We can miss it. We can get, we can get so frustrated with life, with our marriage, with our children, with our finances, that we can do something wrong and miss all the miracles that God did for us. Miss all the blessing that God's doing for us. That all of a sudden, Moses couldn't go into the promised land. And the people that fought against these people and the people that went through all these changes, they couldn't go either. God had to deal with all that generation of people because they let themselves shift back to the old. They allowed themselves to shift back to the hurt and their pain that they took eyes off the promise. Took their eyes off the promise. Next week I'm going to be talking about the changing, the change to get to the promise. The change to get to the promise and how is a sad sight. I don't want to lose what God has for me. Come on somebody. I don't want to lose what God has for us. Moses and the people got all the way to the point where they can see the promise but never entered. I don't want you to be a church, to be a people who can see the promise but never enter into the promise. I want the change to come so that we can enter. Come on, somebody. I want the change to come so we can enter. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Father, we love you this morning, God. Lord, we know the devil was trying to distract us. But we're looking past the distraction. We're looking past all the lies and the frustration, God, that we're not going to miss what you have for us, oh God. But we want to become the Joshua's of this new generation. We want to become the Aaron's and the hers of this generation, God. We, God, want to become everything you want us to be, God. We want to become that team that makes a difference. God, we want to come together, God and shift our eyes off the hurt and pain and put it on the promise. Put it on what you have for us. Put it, Father God, Lord Jesus, on the call, on the vision, on the cause, on the destiny, on our purpose, God, so that we will grow and mature and become everything you want us to be, God. Father, I pray right now that you just have your way right now, God, as you begin to deal with the hearts of your people. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Maybe you're here this morning saying, Pastor, uh, you know what, I, I, I've never accepted Jesus in my heart. I, it's my first time here. I've never given my heart to Jesus. I, I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to shift from the wilderness of sin into the promise of God. If that's you this morning, when you lift up your hand, I want to pray with you. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. God bless you. God sees that hand. God sees that hand. Or maybe you're here this morning. You're saying, Pastor, I, I've been drifting away. I've been, I've been shifting away. <laughs> and I know today I need to come back. I need to come back and become everything God wants me to be. If that's you this morning, just lift up your hand. I want to pray with you. 
God bless you, God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. God bless you, God sees that hand, God sees that hand. God sees that hand, you can put it down. Maybe you're here this morning, you're saying, Pastor, I want to become that Joshua. Oh, that Joshua that leads people. I want to be that Joshua that makes a difference. I want to be that Joshua that looks at the best in people. I was stop focusing on and all the, the lies and, and all the complaints, but I was focused on the potential of people. That I would focus on the potential of people. Or maybe you're saying, Pastor, I want to be the Aaron her. I want to I want to support you. I want to I want to back you up. I want to back up the vision. I want to back up the purpose. Oh, I want to back up the vision. I know, I know that I'm gonna I'm gonna look past all the lies of the enemy and I'm gonna focus. <laughs> I'm being a blessing. I'm being a blessing to the house of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. This morning you lifted up your hands and God spoke to you. I want you to come now. Come now. Let's come to the altar. Come to the altar. Come to the altar. The place where we leave everything at. The place where we leave the hurt, the pain. We take our eyes off of whatever we're going through. We put it on the promise. Come on, hands will promote with their hands. Keep promote with their hands. Keep promote with their come. Come now, now, now. It's not over. It's not over. Come on, come on. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, the way Joshua felt when he began to call the people and they came and it was a good feeling. So there is men and women that want to make a difference. There's men and women that are ready for the shift, that are ready to become a part of the team, that are ready to become great and mighty. God saying, yes, yes, that's you, that's you. Because greater he that's in you than he that's in the world. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Anyone else, anyone else? Make your way, make your way, make your way. God spoke to you, you need prayer, come, come. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord. Jesus, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I want you to repeat these words after me. Say, Jesus, wash me with your precious blood. Forgive me of all my sins. Come into my heart and make me new. Thank you for forgiving me of all my sins in Jesus name Amen come on let's give the Lord a great cup offering Hallelujah Hallelujah we are not done to stay we are out we're going to pray with you but the Bible says when you give your life to the Lord that heaven rejoices there's a party going on in heaven right now come on because people decided to give their life to God now this is the time that you begin to begin to make wise choices, wise decisions. You gotta stay away from all the evil and plug into good. Amen. Read your Bible, study your word, pray, plug into a church and let God use you to your full potential. Come on, we're not done yet. Come on, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Just stay where you're at. And as we get to pray, we're gonna pray for you right now. As as the altar workers begin to help me pray, as the pastors and leaders help me pray, we're gonna begin to pray for you. Why don't you just begin to seek the Lord? Come on, just begin to get a hold of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord. Oh, 